Hear ye, hear ye, you're listening to Casual Couch Hangs, the podcast. It's August 14th. Yeah, yeah you nailed August it. August 14th. Nailed it first time. 2020. Uh, we're here to talk about current game and culture. Uh, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. It's a Friday. We have our stream later, which is exciting. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And a lot of interesting and fun news this week, which is pretty sweet to yeah. talk about. A lot of it's a lot of it's. Uh, if you were looking at any of these reports that we were looking at, it seems super super bleak. But I feel like our takes are going to be a little bit better and more well rounded than just like fire and brimstone. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We ain't um, here to shit on anything. No, no. Uh, this podcast is in supplement to the live stream that we do every Friday at seven p.m. Central. Uh, it's called Casual Couch Hangs. It's yes, on. It uh, it's on the Shut In Gamer Network on Twitch. Um. Yeah, so this is just an extra podcast that we do. This is the second episode. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's dive into it. Yes. Um, Halo Infinite has been pushed back. Yes. Uh, let me see here. It is according to Inverse, uh, essentially on Thursday. It was yesterday, the day before. They made a uh, Twitter post that said, essentially, we have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. Uh, the studio head, Chris Lee, wrote in a message citing multiple factors that included ongoing COVID-related impacts. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people saw the demo that was, was leaked, you know, on the mm-hmm. Xbox event. It got mm-hmm. a lot of flack, a lot of heat. Yeah. Some of it justified. Some of it were kind of like the wait-and-see approach. But I think it was more or less them just realizing, like, if we deliver this product as is, it's not going to launch the way it wants to based on the fandom, essentially. The, yeah, the yeah. No one liked it. Right? So, like... They set that bar so high before they delivered it because it had already been in production for four four years. Yeah, um, and I think it just really bit them in the in the in the ass. I'm really curious to what's really happening with that game. So you I, know, I mean, we won't know until after it comes out and like. Oh, 100 percent. But you know, obviously, there's like you know, COVID only affected that situation only bit. so much. Yeah, you I mean, know, they've been working on that game four years pre-COVID. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, it definitely ain't looking too polished. Um, to me, it's the it's the it's the right move. I mean, yeah. like, and it speaks to you know, it definitely takes some of the thunder from uh, the Series X release. Yeah. But it seems like Microsoft is trying to pivot to the gangster service anyway. Yeah. I heard. So if you were like we were talking earlier uh, when we started this though, if you were to see it. Uh, there's there's websites like Forbes is writing about this right now. They're, wow, really? So yeah, Forbes's article. The, the headline of the article is it's hard to overstate how damaging the Halo Infinite delay is to the Xbox Series X launch. Um, and the uh, the writer in the in the article basically says like uh, at the end of the day, Halo Infinite I said was going to be delayed until 2021 and would not in fact be a long heralded launch to the Xbox Series X. I called this, etc. And he's basically just saying essentially within the post that. Uh, there's not a better decision to be made based on you know what yeah. the, what the game looked like, yeah. uh, the fact that he needs to. But what he's, I, I guess, what he's saying, the reason it's so catastrophic, is because at this point when Xbox Series X launches now, they don't have a first party game that is like a console seller anymore. Right. It's going to be Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out around that time, um, and that's it. They don't have any any exclusivity, um, any need or quick need to want to buy the platform to play a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Xbox was supposed to launch with that platform, which is what I, I didn't think about that. I mean, when you put it in perspective, yeah. and then I was like, well, they have Forza. It turns out Forza is actually not a launch title. It's not going to come out until 2021 okay. either. So, 
essentially it doesn't give anyone an incentive to pick up the purchase the, the system right now. Uh, unless you're going to want new adopters. Assass- yeah, new adopters. Unless you want to play like Assassin's Creed on that mm-hmm. system or, you know. Because, I mean, there's obviously an upgrade for some games. Yes, so that exactly. would be, you know, loyalists will yes, definitely do that. Yes, we're going to do that, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, new adopters, yeah, there's not really much of a point. Wow. Because the Series 1, right, the Series 1 is not what this is called, right? This is the... Series X. Series X, yeah. The Scorpio or whatever Project Scorpio was that that is that yeah. Xbox that's right mm-hmm. now. That's what I will upgrade that, to. Well, that that's what people should just upgrade to right now yeah. anyways. That's what I'm going it, to upgrade it to. It basically clears out all your other Xbox games and makes them look much cleaner. So, like, the, the technology that they're claiming the Series X is going to have is already in the one, right? Yeah. So that was the other argument was that he's just saying he's worried about it. And I guess... Uh, experts, tech experts are saying they think that the PS5 is pretty much going to sell it two to one at this point, and that, like you were saying, the bigger thing is going to be the Xbox games as a service. Like, it's not that there's a console war anymore. It's just that the strategies right now between companies, mm-hmm. like you know, PlayStation has a clear set strategy. Their system is built to sell games that they're making, right? And they're taking their time with, and they're making sure that like people who buy the system know it's because of these class, you know, AAA you know, first party games that they're making. Um, and people are be able to play those right out of the box, even if they haven't already. So like Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Last of Us 2, um, and Spider-Man are all rumored to just be automatically upgraded to the PS5. Okay. Ooh, so Ghost like, of Tsushima? Yeah. Tsushima? Yeah. So upgraded? Like those are, yeah, wow. So those, are, those are like a couple of games already. So th- there's just that. that That's basically what the, the end of it boils down to. Um, I don't want to spend too much more time on it, but obviously anyone who's a fan of the series, I'm sure is bummed out about this, you know? Uh, if anything, it gives you something to look you forward should, to in November. But, yeah, you shouldn't be bummed but, out. For anybody, any developer that's taking more time yeah. to work on the thing, like, nah, let, let them cook. Right. Let them cook. Because that shit looked mid as hell. Like, right. so. It did. it did. Yeah, always let, man, always let the artists cook, man. Right. Like, these are artists too. Like, you know, I don't think enough people think of it like that. Yeah. But these are artists. Let them work, man. Yeah. That I mean, shit think, didn't look exciting. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean I think it's just one of those things where it might be a complete rescrap of the, the engine too or something along the lines they'll need to take Good. time for, you know. I don't think it's something like changing the battle mechanics because those are already figured out. Those are nailed, you know. It's gonna be a lot of polish, I'm sure, is what they're gonna focus mm-hmm. on. So that is that. Um let's move on to you wanna talk about Neo Geo? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about Neo Geo. Yeah, break it down. Yeah. You know it a lot better than yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was uh strolling through twitter two days ago and there was uh, a post about neo geo releasing what they're calling is essentially uh they're gonna put in something to market to compare with like arcade one-up systems so arcade one-up makes you know re remodded versions of systems that we love from our childhood like marvel versus capcom nba jam uh teenage mutant Ninja turtles in time as arcade cabinets um smaller reduced size you know so it can fit into your apartment but they've had that market for the last two or three years in comes Neo Geo. They've had a good year prior with they did the Neo Geo Mini and they had the Neo Geo Arcade Stick that has followed. And now in those footsteps, there is going to be a uh, gigantic, basically, recreation of the Neo Geos that we're all familiar from our childhood. And it's going to be called the uh, Neo Geo Multi Video System or MVSX for short. Um, it's essentially a full size arcade cabinet with a bunch of included games up to 40 between 40 and 50, I believe. Um, obviously, heavy on fighters, but Metal Slug is involved, a couple other things as well. Um, and then uh, it has a 17-inch LCD screen they're advertising with 10 language options, the ability to play both home and arcade versions of each game, and two sets of controls for Montepire uh, at all times. Uh, you also have some options on how to configure the device. The cabinet is 25 inches tall and costs 
for $49.99, uh, making it good as a tabletop, but there's also an optional 32-inch stand that costs $99.99 on its own. Uh, but apparently you can buy them together for $500. So pre-orders on that begin next month, um, and it's going to ship in early November. How do you feel about all that? I think it's I think it's really cool. Um, I'm not, I, the for the nostalgia factor of it, aesthetically, I've never really cared for that, for the, like, the, the red, the bland cabinet. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, that's that thin the nostalgia's there, yeah. I mean, the nostalgia's there, and I totally, and I totally get it. Mm. Um, the amount of games in it is, is great. Mm. Um, but we did say, when we looked at the game list, there are, like, duplicates of a game. So, for instance... There'll be Fatal Fury 1, 2, and 3, but then there's Fatal Fury Complete. Yeah. You know, uh, there's Samurai Showdown 5, Samurai Showdown 5 Complete. So there's there's a bit of repeat yeah. that go on in those I even have games. a problem with even in... I even have a problem with... Granted, there's the repeats, but I even have a problem with, like... It's like, yeah, like, I understand from a completist standpoint, this is why they did it, but, like, gee, I don't need Metal Slug 1 through fucking, like, 7. Oh, I don't need, yeah. like... You know, like, I just don't need, like, every number of, of the gang, but I understand why they did it, because people would complain yep. if everyone wasn't fucking on Represented there. Represented on there, yeah. But, um, I, I, think it, I think it's cool. It's a little pri- more, it's priced kind of out of my range. Mm-hmm. If that thing was, like, $300, yeah. maybe, like, you know, $275, $300, I'd be more inclined. to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll fuck with that. But, right, because there's not a single game in there that I have the same kind of nostalgia for as I would anything from Capcom when I was playing, like, a Dark Starpers. Yeah. Or, you know, like, X-Men versus Street Fighter we talked about or Marvel versus Capcom 2, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Um, they're just a bunch of Neo Geo games that now are spread throughout and are saaturating the market, whether it's... Uh, Twitch Prime and you have Twitch Prime. Yeah, they do so Neo many Geo collection games, things. Or whether like, it's now I'm it's like, like I, on my Switch, I have it. You know. Yeah, it's like I got all these. So I guess I kind of got all these already. Kind of buy, I mean, you can kind of <laughs> buy them a la carte for like ten dollars a pop on the PlayStation <laughs> Store. So I, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's a niche market. People who are diehard Neo Geo fans, but anyone else, if you guys until then, if you'd rather spend less of money on something that's still cool and useful in the household, there is that Neo Geo uh, arcade stick. And that comes, I believe, with like 20 to 30 pre-programmed uh, arcade games in it uh, for under $200. I think it's like 180 bucks. So, um, And you can use it as a fight stick for your PlayStation 4, your Xbox, or your PC. So, Is it easy to get? Yeah, it's easy to pick up still. You can really? buy it on Amazon right now. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't sold out. And it's got a really cool classic feel to it. It's got this white, soft uh, paint job with like the Neo Geo colors for the buttons and a nice like red knob top. Um, so it's got, I think, Sanwa stuff's in it. So it's the okay. it's like official thing. So yeah, if you guys check that out, you can get that for much, much cheaper. You'd probably be a happier person overall. Um, what we were excited about, though, is that there are going to be Arcade 1-Up arcades coming out in October. Um, mm-hmm. Arcade 1-Up is doing two two of these. I just showed Clinton these today, and he was freaking out about them. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. rad. Yeah. You want to take it? You want to say what you Oh, uh, you have to pull up the exact list, yeah. list of games yeah. for me. I got that um there. But yeah, they're both uh, Marvel, uh, Marvel and X Men um, themed. Yeah. Uh, One's more geared towards Marvel versus Capcom, and the other one has got Marvel versus X Men in it. Um, I know the game listing. I think I just pulled it up for you as far as what it is. You get, um, and these are the additional ones there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one you get X Men versus Street Fighter, uh, X Men Children of the Atom. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Clash of Superheroes, X-Men Mutant Apocalypse, 
that that was like mm-hmm. that was like the one like wow okay yeah. that's kind of cool. And then X Men versus Street Fighter is the uh, arcade mm-hmm. cabinet. That's what it's draped in. So and um, what's in the other one? The other one is Marvel versus Capcom related, and that one is going to be. Let me get the fighter list for that. I know it's Marvel versus Capcom. I know it's Marvel superheroes War of the Gems on there because it's like the counterparts of Capcom that yeah. uh, X Men Mutant Apocalypse. Um, let me see here. I want to say Marvel versus Capcom's on there, and there is an X Men game. They're almost close in. In uh, War of the Gems right. is alright. War of the Gems is okay. It wasn't. It wasn't the coolest thing in the world. It was, it was okay. I'm trying to find those those games for you guys. The uh, computer here is having a hard time finding the other listing, but let me see here. I um I definitely lean more towards the to the first one for sure. Yeah. Um, and both of the cabinets are like they're both of the cabinets themselves are absolutely beautiful. Oh, 100%. Like full, full, full art on both sides, and even the um, what they call it, the riser. Mm-hmm. The riser on it isn't just a black riser that has art going completely wrapped around yep. on both of them. There's nice trim to all of them. Oh, the trim is super rad. Yeah, these are absolutely beautiful machines, and the, and they're only about. It's about is it four feet? About hundred dollars like, less. Like feet wise, this is like four, like four feet. Uh, feet wise, I think it's a, just under five feet. Yeah, it's like four foot and a half or something like that. So it's if you were sitting on like a bar stool, you would be in perfect height to play it. You know, that's why they sell these bar stools. By the way, um, they have like themed bar stools to go with some of the arcade one up uh, series as well. For, like, oh, I didn't even know that. Bars. That's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, Arcade One Up's been at it for a long time. I think they know what they want for their fans. I mean, you can you can right now get Street Fighter Two, Arcade One Up machine for three hundred bucks. Uh, you can get lucky, and if you're into things like, you know, uh, Centipede, that's for one forty. Um, right now, you can get Space Invaders. You can get the fortieth anniversary oh, that's of Batman. Right. So there's there's a ton of a oh, ton man, of stuff. Oh get a little classic one. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I was because I was kind of thinking about getting one of these just for like the living room. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh man, I wouldn't mind having one of them little classic jams. Right. I mean, to me, Arcade One Up's got it figured out to a science. They they're figuring out what their fans want. Here's here's the one. So you can only get it looks like you can only get Street Fighter versus uh, X Men at Walmart, and you can only get Marvel versus Capcom at Best Buy. Oh. So they're exclusive to those big box brands, guys. So if you want Marvel versus Capcom special edition arcade cabinet, you can go on Best Buy right now and pre order it for forty nine. Sorry, four hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Um, pre-order that bad boy. Uh, it doesn't have much information on it. It looks like here. Let me look if I can get the overview. So it's got uh, War of the Gems, uh, and then it's got uh, X Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom. Let's see here. And I don't know the other two. The other two are related to Marvel though. It's a Marvel games. Uh, I think it's Marvel versus Street Fighter is the other one actually. My bad. Marvel versus Street Fighter. So. Uh, each one has their own. I would say check them out if you guys haven't. Definitely look up Arcade One Up's website. They have a ton of information there. Uh, like I said, if you're a fan of like that old arcade style feel, they do a perfect recreation of things that we grew up with. Uh, for me, for a reasonable price. So check them out. Yeah, um, they're great machines. Yeah. I wish I can catch one for the low. I know you get lucky sometimes. <laughs> they'll be they'll be like closing out. Like Urban Outfitters had the original Marvel superheroes for okay. like three fifty. For a while, because they they had dead stock. They might still have it if it's up. It might have sold out by now, mm. but it was cheap. It was super cheap. Um, not that buying it in a in a you know pandemic makes a lot of sense right now, everybody. But if you got the money, you got nothing else to do. I, I don't judge. Uh, let's see here. 
Moving on, moving on. I got some more sad news, unfortunately. Uh, you guys are familiar with Yoshinori Ono. He's, uh, he's been the developer at Capcom. Uh, basically, um, the, their face, essentially. Anytime you see anything Street Fighter related, Ono comes out with his Blanca. And he's in front of you right now. And he's talking about how happy he is about the game. Um, and he had released this statement earlier in uh, last week, basically. Uh, he says, I've been with Street Fighter brand for a long time, experiencing good times, bad times, and even non-existent times. Um, ono wrote, and now after serving war, uh, almost 30 years at uh, Capcom, I am leaving the company in the summer. This means I will resign my position as the brand manager for Capcom's various titles, including Street Fighter. In the statement, Ono addressed some of the criticism around this year's Capcom Pro Tour, which ran into a few problems due to its online nature and the game's netcode woes. We at Capcom had many internal discussions about the format uh, for the CPT 2020. It took a long time for us to decide the format for this year, but we believe that conducting the event itself would repay those who have been supporting the CPT regardless of what the format is, he wrote. Um, needless to say, I understand there's been some criticism about this particular format. However, I'm fully convinced that it is important to shed light on various hopes by keeping the event even in this way. And he ended, uh, Ono ended his message by asking fans to join him one last time and shouting a Shoryuken, a habit of his at Capcom's various physical events. Um, so basically, this news also, I guess, came in after one Capcom insider said that Ono had been demoted from his position as director of Street Fighter Six, which has mm -hmm. been reported. Uh, they asked him to leave, essentially... From from what I've understood, Sony was supposed to debut Street Fighter Six at this event that just came out. Oh wow! But what ended up happening is Ono was managing it, and all everyone from the testers to the people who were funding it at Capcom to uh, some of the people that were blind testing it from outside. Okay. Sh like shit on the project pretty poorly, unfortunately, and it was so bad that Ono was asked to step down from uh, doing Street Fighter Six altogether. And they have these two new guys. Um, who've been working on Street Fighter Five? Because I don't know if you guys understood this either. Ono was asked to step away from Street Fighter Five because they wanted him to have more time to do Street Fighter Six, and they figured huh. his handling of Street Fighter Five was so messy it would never recover. And so they put these two young guys at it, and they've been, you know, they were the ones that released that last Street Fighter update, which announced like sure. Oro that we talked about, and uh, I mean, Akira, yes. and you know, uh, Dan, yeah. and Rose, um, and all that good information. So. I think, I think what was happening, essentially, is I don't think Ono was either, A, speaking up enough. He was trying to champion Darkstalkers forever, and it never worked out. And they said the reason they didn't do Darkstalkers was because that Darkstalkers collection didn't make enough money at the PlayStation Store and some of the other Xbox Live Store and all that. But that was literally just like a that repurposing. Was, yeah, it was just that a was bad terrible. port, right? No one wanted old Darkstalkers games. People I don't even think we ever talked about that because I remember playing. No, like, the port's every port of that game is terrible. It's terrible. You can pick it up on PlayStation now if you have it, but it's a garbage game. It's just a, a collection that was not that great. Um, but yeah, that that's happening, you know. And so Ono's not speaking up, or he's just not got enough pull anymore. And I just feel like his pride was probably hurt enough, and he just bounced. I mean, you, you know. think he just maybe just had bad ideas? Yeah, no, for sure. I think I think a lot of what's happened is based on him just like kind of treading in place. You know what I mean? Yeah, you need to give he it up, give it the reins, man. You know? Like, uh, I mean, a lot of it to me, maybe maybe it's just time for Street Fighter to be done as a as a full game. Maybe I, mean, I don't know. Could be. I mean, they got so much. They have such a problem putting energy elsewhere. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. I mean, just yeah. time to wrap it up. I mean, it could be. I'm just such a I'm such a fan of Street Fighter. It's such hey, a me too. I'm wearing a Street Fighter shirt right now. Me too. Uh, not even realizing it as I'm talking. But sometimes about, I feel like but... they like you know it's just hard to when you keep making versions of a damn game. How am I supposed to appreciate you know every single one? You yeah. know, like 
y'all 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 keep making shit that can't stand the test of time but then, right. then by you know by another year or so you just tr- you know you just like trample over mm-hmm. it like yeah. let your art stand yeah. move on to the new ip like yeah. or the idea that you you just keep treading and repeating the same game over and over again with yeah. a couple of characters and call it an update because you, know you don't I mean? it's like it's i think it's just a problem with like just because like they don't make the game anymore it doesn't mean that it doesn't is it's bad or like sometimes it's just like y'all made the statement already with yeah. street fighter man like unless y'all get ready to like at this point you need to overhaul it right. and if you're just gonna overhaul it just do a fucking new game right. like i said i, I told you if, if my happy the happy thing for me the thing that would make me the the most happy that capcom would do is if they just realized you know what we don't we don't know how to make the kind of games we wanted to make anymore right let's pick up the phone and dial arc system works come and have them work on it that's like they pull a namco and because namco that's the only thing i'm interested in let's yeah. say this right now like, do that the only thing stoked. i'm interested in like, is a street fighter game made by art systems that's it yep that's it the that's la- the only way i want to see street fighter come you know, the last time people got pretty stoked for street fighter in the way that they did aside from you know uh, third strike getting re-released online was legit when Street Fighter uh, cross uh, SNK, you know, and Street Fighter yeah. cross Tekken. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Don't make it a cross game, but give Arc no, System. You Thank you. Make Arc System Works be the people who animate it by cell because obviously people want. I want to see a hand drawn Ryu again. Come on. Give me, give me. Could you guys imagine, uh, you know, being able to play Street Fighter games that look better than the Street Fighter animated movie from when like the early '90s, and knowing that like Come we on. have the technology to do that right now. And we could deliver that to people right now. That would be great. And instead, we're just trying to duplicate brush strokes from different techniques and different art styles. I know, man. And that's the way we want to go away from pixel art. Like, it's such a problematic I know. way that's, to look at and, fighting and, games. And it brings me back to my point. Like, maybe we need. To, maybe they need to hang it up. Right. Maybe we need to hang, right. and hang it up. You know, it's, it's sad because you got... I mean, at Capcom now, it's one of those things where they treated all their creators like they were golden gooses, right? So Ono was held up in such high esteem. Kenji okay. Inafune... You know, he did Resident Evil 1 and 2 okay. and 4. Okay, so that might you know, have been a problem. They, these people bounce, you know. The dude who created Mega Man, gone. He right. got kicked out. You know, it's like, I don't want to get on a big tangent, but these games, these game studios either don't want to pay for ideas that these people have anymore or these people are too comfortable getting money and not doing anything different after they've already established themselves. I, I, it sounds like it's a little column A and column B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, column, column A, column B for sure, for sure. Like, there's clearly there's clearly problems that go on with the way that you know these people who are established you know, are, are building their businesses. Yeah, right now. you know, I don't want repeats. I you know, an Arc System Works. They've got what right now. If you were to go to a tournament right now, if you're an Arc System Works fan, you're probably going to definitely see Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Dragon Ball Fighters. Best is, fighting uh, game of all time, right? You're going <laughs> to see uh, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy. Versus, yeah, yeah. which is one of the newer games they put out that's beautiful and it's not even made by them. It's up, I think it's published by a different company. Then Arc System Works is working right now on Guilty Gear. That's the new Capcom. Let's talk about it. Right? No, one hundred percent. And all these they the new are, that's the new Street right. Fighter. All these games, Blaze Blue, they got that. The cross battle. They game, are the new standard. Right, one hundred percent. It's it's one of those things where you look at it and you realize that Capcom doesn't have that same kind of nostalgia pull that they used to. The idea of Capcom is nostalgic to me. But who's delivering that right now is Arc System Works. Yeah, you know all I mean? day. That's that's the big thing for me. All it's like, day. You Capcom back. just got a cooler logo. Right, right. <laughs> that's it. Right. 
that's it. But man, arc arcs, man, they they are redefining two D fighters. Right. Like one hundred percent, hands down. You know, and still with the foundation of mm-hmm. a Street Fighter, absolutely, and a loyalty you know? to their fan base that's like seamless. <laughs> that do they do with their fan base? They you know this last Guilty Gear uh, beta that went through. I've never seen a company actually collect feedback and then source the data and then drop it back in a Twitter feed for everybody to know why they made certain decisions or thinking, Ooh. okay, we will go back and we will adjust this because we realize that enough people have said yeah. this is a problem or like how many, you know, out of these characters, who do you like the most? And they're pulling those characters and put them into the game. Come like, on, that's you know, awesome. All day. That's what I, day. I'll pay, you know, I'll pay AAA for that because so, I know y'all put the care in. Right. So, yeah, so that's that's my spiel on that. I, you know, I'm sad to see Ono go. I don't know what he's going to do. Hopefully, he'll be able to make his own fighting game project. and it'll That would be, be really super great. cool. And we'll see what he's able to deliver on his own with no one else, like, you know, tying him down. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just going to say, I love seeing yeah. people create when they don't have no fucking uh, Big Brother. Yes. And when Big Brother ain't watching over right. it, you know. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm sure that's, I'm sure that that's, that's an aspiration, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, shit, let's see. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, this next topic is really, really exciting. Very, <laughs> yeah. very exciting, very, especially very exciting. for uh, for two D for uh two D beat 'em up loyalists for uh loyalists of rarities. Yep. Um, people who love sixteen bit graphics and chip tunes for days. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to that crowd. Yeah. yeah. Uh people are also a lover of this medium in several different views including movies and books or graphic novels as people like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh Scott Pilgrim's director Edgar Wright is working on bringing back the game. Right. Um right, right. yeah, for those who don't know, um there was a adaptation of um the movie Scott Pilgrim versus mm-hmm. the World that was a 2D uh Beat 'em up right. that came out on the PS3. Yeah, it was a PS3. PS3 is a fucking awesome game. game. It was one of the best beat 'em up games I've ever played in my entire life. And I, I personally, I had really only experienced the demo of it. Okay. I never really experienced the full full game, and I used to play the demo over right. and over again. <laughs> the crazy thing about the full game is the accuracy in which it covers based on the book. Is insane the way because the art style is directly yeah. is, is directly based yeah off it's the directly based off the books art style so Brian Lee O'Malley's artist he's the artist they took his eight his eight bit and sixty bit graphics and redid them and then obviously Adamanaguchi did the soundtrack uh, if you're familiar with them and they killed the soundtrack as well but it goes through each book really well you go through each story level um, you can do four player co op in that game which is Woo! crazy not very many games like couch co op. Uh, and then as you beat the game, you get more characters. So like you can add knives as a character. Okay. Knives child can fight with you guys, you know? So there's multiple people that can jump in. They got to bring Um, that back. Right. So on, on what happened guys is on Thursday, which marks, it marked the 10th anniversary of the cult teen rom-com as they call it. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, director Edgar Wright teased an announcement related to the film soundtrack. Uh, and then basically, um, after that came back, um, it was in the news essentially that the soundtrack will be the re-release of the game because if so and then someone was like please please let this be real and then Edgar Wright basically tweeted back to them Ubisoft's gotten a hold of me about something or another I gotta let you guys know in a little while what that might be so essentially Ubisoft made the game before and uh, you know in a perfect world uh, they're really quickly thinking about re-releasing it so that we can play it again because it is one of the funnest couch co-op 
games with one of the best soundtracks yeah from that and era. let's hope they don't touch it please right. don't touch it please right. don't touch it ubisoft don't yeah. touch it just hit just the button yeah. just re-release it um for for those who are listening and you're curious about the experience of the game the closest thing that i can say to play is uh 99 uh is it 99 vitas vitas yeah yeah sorry thank you 99 vitas um, that's available right now uh, on PlayStation. I think I got it from uh, uh, PS Plus. It was like a free game uh, for the month, and it's pretty close to it. Um, you got a you got a sixteen or like a thirty two bit beat 'em up. The combo system is cool. You can juggle uh, enemies, very similar to Scott Pilgrim. Lots of you know, uh, got got a whole lot of swag in yeah. it. Very stylized. So I would say um, if this interests you at all, if you look up any footage of the game and you're really excited about Scott Pilgrim, get 99 Vitas. It's super similar. It's, it's made in the same spirit, but, you know, they hold you over until Scott Pilgrim. Because I'm very excited. When this comes back, when this actually comes out, we'll I'm definitely it. grabbing oh, it. Oh, yeah, we'll be playing I'm it. I'm definitely downloading 100%. it. You guys, we've seen a lot Day of it on one. the channel. If you guys are following the channel, we'll be watching and playing a lot. Um but yeah, that's super exciting. And it's something that no, not a lot of people even had the opportunity to play, unfortunately. Um, I think the original inspiration from it, too, is from River City Ransom. Sure. So if anyone's like played River City Ransom, it's a Nintendo game. There's a, like, there's a lot of video game references in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, if guys haven't seen it. Um, and gals. Guys and gals haven't seen it. Um, but uh, tons of video game references in the movie. They use a lot of them, too. But just the video game is a perfect like avenue for that kind of sense of humor and style and charm that all the characters have. So I am anxiously awaiting. Get my hands on it. Yeah, super stoked for that. That's that actually like warmed my heart. Mm. Hey Mike, what you been playing? What I've been playing, uh oh. I uh you know, Overwatch has been very, very heavily played again in my life. Um, okay. I don't know that I mentioned it before, but I've been playing Overwatch on average more than most other games in my household right now. Um, I watched the uh, the championship cup recently, and it just got me, like kind of like yeah. You back had to, in. you had me watch a match of that. Yeah, right? it kind of sucked that. me back in, so I went back and started playing again. And I'm just having a good time. Obviously, you said you might pick it up, which will be exciting. Yep, I will be picking it up. It's currently on sale on PS Network right now, so definitely definitely grabbing that for sure, so I can get back in. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, nineteen ninety seven or twenty dollars on PSN right now on sale. Um, I think it's crossplay with PC and PS4, but not with Xbox. It's but not crossplay with not? Xbox, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's not. No, I think so it's. I cross- almost bought it on Xbox because yeah. I thought it, I I assumed it would have been. I, I think it's PC PS4 because it's on sale on there too. Yeah, but yeah, pick it up if you guys haven't played it. It's, it's got over well over thirty characters, or they call them hero shooters. Um, I main mostly Arisa and Reinhardt. I'm a tank main, so that's what I'll be doing on those streams. But that game is just man, it's so well balanced. And the wins feel so good, and the losses sting a bit harder. But when you guys have a team that works really well together, and you achieve a goal, it feels so damn good. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, man, it's it's such a good game. And competitively, if you guys haven't watched the Overwatch uh, Overwatch League, uh, they have their own website. Overwatch has its own league championships. So you guys can watch it whenever uh, they stream it on Twitch, and then they post it after on YouTube. So check that out if you guys haven't. I think it goes on YouTube Live too as well. So um, that's what I've been playing. Aside from that, I'm still playing Indivisible. Uh, started picking up Final Fantasy Dissidia again just now with you and forgot how fun that game was, but also brutal and punishing. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And uh, what else have I played recently? I went back to picking up um, Lair the Necromancer, the Link to Hyrule edition. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I'm really interested in that because, game. Uh, I, I forgot. We had talked about it offhand a couple of weeks ago, and I went back into it, and I started playing it again, guys, and I forgot how much fun that game was. Just the music in that game is great. The movement, you have to time it to the beat of the music. And this was an independent game that was made that Nintendo, I guess, loved the uh, programmers so much that they were able to give them um, a version that's just got Link and Zelda in it as well. Um, and all the classic like Legend of Zelda songs are in there and Enemies. Um, and the Necromancer's in there too. Um, and they're going to release a hardcover version of it soon, uh, later this year. But right now, if you guys just want to play it, it's on sale at the Switch uh, store. Pick it up because I love that game. It's super fun. That's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Oh, uh, Fall Guys too, guys. Just to get it out of the way. Fall Guys. I didn't guys. have to say that, but Fall Guys. Fall Guys all day. So, that's me. Yeah, we Fall Guys gang for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, been, been jamming Fall Guys day one. Um, due to all the Skater XL talk, I picked back up on uh, Skate 3 real heavy. Um, I just started playing... Um, help me out with the name on this one. Near Automatima? Near Automata. Near Automata, yeah, yeah, I started playing that. I yeah. think that game is really cool. cool, really, really that sick. Game, that game like fits in like in the any like eighties sci fi like like cool movie that you'd want to revisit again. Yeah, I'm about I'm about six hours into it, and um, I still don't feel like I got a chunk out of it. No, yet, it's you know, a big but game. I really like it. It's really cool. I have a let me ask you this. Um, did you finish it? No, it's such a big game. I'm not there yet. I actually am probably gonna start over. I don't know if you guys ever do this, but you get playing a big game like that. Mm-hmm. You leave it for a while and then you forget where you're at. It's yeah. just better to start over. I so that's where I'm at with it right now. But um, go ahead. I'm sorry. no, no, no. I uh, the the I kind of feel like those robots mm-hmm. that you like fighting. I th- do. Do you have the feeling? Do you know? If like you're actually the bad guys in the game, I'm not sure yet how it gets flipped on. Do you its head yet. do you feel like that? Not yet, because but I feel like so I feel like whatever's happening, we're being used for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah, like I don't think I don't think we know we're doing sure, bad sure, things. Sure, 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 sure. But based on the fact that all of these robots guys are essentially sentient beings at this point, like they have a soul. Yeah, there's some they, instances they have, where they're not even attacking yeah, you. Yeah, and I'm just like, wait, why am I beating up these things? Like they're not even like attacking me. Yeah, they, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's what's up with this? Yeah. And I haven't gotten I haven't gotten far enough. I mean, I got through like the first three or four bosses, and then again I got like, okay. I got lost to where I was at. But guys, Platinum made the game for Square. Uh, Platinum developed it. It's a Square Enix game. Um, it is a sequel to uh, Near, uh, the original Near game that oh, came out I guess sequel? on PS3. Yeah, they're remaking the sequel for PS4 right now. Mm. So, or, or, sorry, remaking the original game for PS4 right now. Oh, but, uh, wow. So you can play the original as well. But yeah, the narrative in that game is beautiful, guys. Uh, not only the narrative, but everything else that goes along with it's super, super great. The, the combat is varied at all different times of day. You literally play, you know, you're playing like a shooter, then you go from there to yep. a top-down beat-em-up, yep. and then you're fighting, you know, a boss on a rail shooter all of a sudden. Yeah. You fall down, and you're literally then doing kind of like, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, Bayonetta-type moves. Yeah. Out of nowhere. You 100%. Know? Like, it's, it's a crazy beautiful it's, game. Yeah, it's very sim- seamless and, like, varied, yeah. Very, it's very cool. I'm also playing. Uh, are you familiar with the tourist? Mm, I, it sounds familiar, but I don't know. No, I don't think the tourist. So. It's uh, it's it's the visually, it's very much like a Minecraft Lego game kind okay. of things. But it's like you know those you know those type of photos that people take where they like take photos of like Lego towns or toy towns, mm-hmm. and they look like hyper the definite yeah. 
the definitions in it super weird. Mm-hmm. That's how this game okay. is. It's really cool looking. And you're just a dude on vacation and you're just like doing like weird odd jobs for people on different islands. <laughs> so it's like, it's really, it's chill and relaxing, yeah, and the music's super good in it. Yeah, it's super immersive. It really got me. Um, I've been running a bunch of things, so I'll yeah. just run out of the list. Yeah. Uh, I started Darksiders Genesis. Yeah. Uh, which is so, more so of a top-down version right. of Darksiders. It's, it's like really fun. Yeah, that cool. was a budget title too. They did yeah. a good job with that. Yeah, the way they I, I, it I, I really like the Darksiders series. Yeah. Um, I, I only did a little time on Darksiders 3. I'm not super sold on 3. I got to come back to it, but love the Darksiders series. You can get all those games honestly for under like 40 bucks at this point. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, if you got Game Pass, they're all yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but I will say this though. The, the definitive version of Darksiders 2 is so less known. The best version of that game is on the Wii U. Really? I will stand by it because all your micromanagement is done oh, on yeah, the screen on the controller. Yeah, and you don't have to stop the action. And that's my that's my only issue with Darksiders is that, you know, even switching weapons, they just yeah. do the thing where they like slow motion everything, which yeah. is fine. But on the Wii U, though, none of your shit, none of your action stops. Yeah. It's great. Um, I downloaded uh, Soul Calibur uh, 6. Womp, womp. Yeah, that made me sad when you said that. I trust you. Yeah, that shit's whack. The presentation's really bad. The character models are just like, they're just like clunky looking. Oddly enough, one of the guest characters is near the girl from Near Automata. No way. She's in it as a DLC character. That's crazy. Their DLC characters are crazy. It's The Witcher, her... And then like uh, that's really cool. And like the dude from uh, uh, Samurai Showdown, Bomb World. Oh wow, yeah. that's really cool. It's too bad the game is. Yeah, no, I believe you. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Fall Did you guys. play Coffee Talk too? I played Coffee Talk. Like you I know, what, you, honestly, I saw you put it on your story, and I was like, I gotta ask him about Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk's Talk great. Yeah. Uh, I thought we talked about Coffee Talk before. No. Um. Oh man, I'm so sorry. Coffee Talk rules. Yeah. Um, I saw you playing it like you were doing latte art and I was like this looks dope yeah <laughs> Coffee Talk is really really cool um, it's like a I guess you can call it a talking simulator yeah but um, all the music in it is like based on uh, I don't know if you uh, I call it very New Gen Bees inspired but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know who New Gen Bees is so uh, uh, the best way I can explain it is it's very much like the music that uh that music the chill and study to YouTube mm-hmm. page. All the music in the game is very inspired by that mm-hmm. stuff. So um, basically, you're a barista in the future, and uh, and people come into mm-hmm. come into the coffee shop like you know different creatures and humans, and like you learn about their lives. And like there's like one instance where like you're uh, watching a couple break up right wow. in front of you. Uh, you know, you you got to make them drinks and shit. You got your list of drinks and how to make them, and like you got control of the music in in the place, and like it's re- it's really calming. So a lot of times, what I do on Coffee Talk is I open it up and I just don't do anything. I just let it sit and let the music play, yeah. and like you don't have to do anything, and there's just people interacting in front of you, and I kind of go about my day in the house and let it play. So I kind of use it as like a background. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Get away yeah, from my for yeah, like five coffee, minutes yeah. and then jump in. So That's it's cool. really, really cool. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to play that. There's also a bartending game that came out. That's the uh, at like the adverse to that. Like oh, okay. a bartender, and it's at a nightclub, and like. You're making drinks and stuff. I don't remember the name of the game, but that's that's came out too recently. So that's probably like a mirror to that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I love it. Coffee Talk is really cool. Um, on the PlayStation, 
what have I been doing? Uh, obviously, Fall Guys. Yeah. Fall Guys. Guys, it's fun. Fall Guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I think that's really been it, really. I've been, um, I kind of switched over to the Xbox a little more. Mm-hmm. This is since, since we last recorded the, mm-hmm. one of these, so. There you go. There you go. Well, I think I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I didn't cover. Oh, uh, there was some, some weird leaks about uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The VP of uh, PlayStation, Sony PlayStation. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's dropping news. Yeah. Burr, 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 yeah, he just was dropping news willy-nilly. He was basically saying... Kanye style. Right, it was, it was wild. <laughs> I, was, I was freaking out by it. He, uh, he basically just started talking about um, essentially speaking on the fact that he saw more of Miles Morales and it looks beautiful and he dropped a screenshot of it in like 60... It it's like 60 frames per Gorgeous. second, 4K. Like It's a beautiful screen. Um, and then he said he would have more information, but he said, you know what, I feel so good right now. And you let a couple of tweets uh, slip out. And I couldn't find this one in particular, but at one point he answers a question uh, to one of the people who asked him about backwards compatibility. And he basically confirms that they've tested over 4,000 PlayStation 4 discs in the PS5 and they've all worked at least oh, to this point. they test the disc. Yeah. Okay, when we were talking about yeah. it before, I didn't understand it. They test the disc. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So they're testing the actual disc that you have. So they're confirming backwards compatibility oh, thank you. right now for about 4,000 games and then they said more surprises to come which makes me feel like the older games that are PS3 and under are going to have just PS Now um, or maybe they're yeah. going to do some kind of program where you get those games to play cheaper than normal. Um, to try to get backwards compatibility, but like being like kind of a, a back and forth right now because that was something that was a knock on them. So he, that was a huge bit of news. And then he was saying that games, there was two games in particular, or three games that he said if you bought on PS4, you would just get them upgraded PS5. One of them was, um, it was like something bugs because I know that's a new All game that coming bug out. Yeah, camp. bugs, bugs <laughs> fruit or something like that. I don't remember the name. That game of it, looks but, fucking weird. But it's weird. Yeah, um, that game. And then there was another game called I think uh, Haven. Bug um, nut. Right. right. And there are also rumors, by the way, that the original Spider-Man game might be packaged with Miles Morales with the upgraded. You specs need to for the stop. PlayStation 5. Wow. There's rumors that they're not telling you that yet, but that that game will come also on disc with Miles Morales. I would have absolutely no problem paying. With- full price for that yeah if but, that's the case so yeah they were they were saying that so these are little leaks that they came out with some good little information if you're uh, someone who is still wanting more information and it sounds like they're going to do another um playstation uh, kind of impromptu like they do the the playstation direct events shortly i mean to, um, to be quite frank at this point all they're doing is just putting their keeping their foot on microsoft's neck yeah because it's like at this point you're not like convincing one person one side or the other and everyone who's going to get a PS5 at this point is going to get a PS5 so all y'all doing at this point now is just like dumping (laughs) I think that's why they haven't released the price either because they want Microsoft to do it first and they're just going to drop it $50 and they'll shit on it yeah like it's definitely all about at this point how you can get one over on someone and unfortunately like I said that's the only thing about what happened with Microsoft is unfortunately they don't have like uh, an Xbox Series uh, X game that's going to launch just it's going to be like this is what we can do right day one this is like what we have right so i don't know it's going to be it's going to be a fun next like five to six months guys because i think both the xbox and the playstation's rumor to come out in november you know and then we just got those arcade one-ups coming out in october mm-hmm. that neo chio system comes out in november so holiday this year is going to be full of a lot of weird things happening in the gaming industry all right so, hell yeah yeah a lot of gaming Yep. A lot of gaming. Good and, times. And there we have it. 
another episode. Casual Couch Hangs the Podcast. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. History has been made once again. Tune in to the Casual Couch Hang stream. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's tonight, 7 Central. Uh, it is on twitch.tv backslash S underscore I underscore G underscore N. When I say today, I mean on Fridays, by the way. So only Fridays. on Fridays. So if you're listening to this, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, this isn't for you. Fridays. Fridays only. Fridays, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash, like I said, S underscore I underscore G underscore N. And you'll get us right away. Thank you for listening to Casual Couch Hang.